Hi everyone, this is Dave from Geekanoids and welcome to another Geek Out with Geekanoids for Friday the 6th of March 2015. Now we could call this podcast a special edition because it's not going to be all about the technology. So please do stay tuned for the latter part of this particular podcast where I'm going to be taking a relaxed look at the week where I wasn't necessarily looking at tech. I didn't have a camera in my hand or a smartphone or a tablet or another sort of gadget or device. I was just doing some things away from technology, as I always do, but I wanted to share that with you as well, just so you get a little bit of insight into my world when I'm not recording videos for the Geekanoise channel. Now, it's a nice segue there because I want to talk to you about the Geekanoise channel first, and as always, take a look back at some of the videos I uploaded to the channel. And I started the week off with my GWR video. And in that video, you saw some new studio surroundings. So if you watch my GWR videos, which are uploaded to the channel every Monday, sometimes you get some sneak peeks because I've made some changes to the studio, which is where I'm actually walking around at the moment. And you got to see a little bit of the new setup in the far corner of the studio. You also got to see some new display cubes in the other area of the studio, and they're gonna form part of my new studio tour. Now I do an editing room tour and a studio tour every year on the channel. Sometimes I do two a year, but at least once a year I give you an updated look at what's changed. And I have already recorded the new studio tour. Bit of a scoop for you here. If you don't listen to the podcast, you won't know this, but it's already recorded. I'm already in the process of editing that video and it will be up on the Geek Noise channel very, very soon. Anyway, back to last week's video. There was a, a lot of other videos I uploaded because it was Mobile World Congress. So I uploaded some different style videos where I talked to you about the Samsung Galaxy S6 and S6 Edge, also the Sony Xperia Z4 tablet and the HTC One M9, and some new smartwatches. I showed you some new smartwatches that are really from manufacturers that make analog, horological watches, proper timepieces. They look like normal watches, really elegant designs, and they've got a new uh, chip inside which allows them to track activity and to keep accurate time. And I didn't mention this in the, those particular videos, but with these new watches that are coming out, so not from people like Samsung or Apple, uh, these are from uh, Frederic Constant and Mondain, to name just a couple, and I think it was Alpina watches are also doing uh, these, these new style of smart watches. Something that's really unique to them is that the chip inside the watch, if you send your watch in to be serviced, or if it's uh, called in for an upgrade, they can swap out the chip that does the tracking for a new generation of chips. So they're sort of upgradable as well. And you're not gonna get that with a smartwatch from the likes of Apple. For example, the Apple Watch we're expecting very, very soon. But after a year or two years, that particular model of Apple Watch sort of becomes obsolete because people wanna to upgrade, to upgrade to the newest and latest model. And with these new horological smartwatches, that's not a problem because you can just upgrade that chip inside and the analog face or the exterior of the watch remains the same. 
So I think you've got a lot of added value with this. Yep, you're paying round about sort of six, seven hundred dollars, around about five hundred pounds to gain entry into one of these new type of smartwatches. But I think it's the way to go. It certainly piques my interest more than the Apple Watch and the likes of Android Wear uh, smartwatches that are being released from other manufacturers. And then the other smartwatch, I've digressed, haven't I? I'm talking about something completely different now. I'm meant to be talking about videos last week, but this does relate to the video I also uploaded, uploaded about the Swatch smartwatch. And although I sort of made a little bit of a joke about it because the, uh, the Swatch offering is really targeted towards volleyball players or beach volleyball players, so quite a unique set of people um, and quite a, a small targeted area for this particular smartwatch. If you take that out of the equation, it still does track other things. And I think it's very interesting. I think the smartwatch uh, from, uh, from Swatch is a very interesting proposition because it's gonna come in at a good price point, probably around about 180 pounds in the UK. And it looks very interesting. It's got a really funky design and a really nice display. Not sure about battery life, but it should be longer than a, a normal smartwatch. And I think you should watch that space very carefully because it's not necessarily uh, sort of essential to get an Apple Watch, for example, which is going to be very mainstream. Every other person is probably going to have an Apple smartwatch. So it would maybe look outside of the box. I talked about this in my, in my podcast last week. Look outside and just see what other alternatives are available. So other videos... Now, I did some top fives. Top fives are back on the channel. I haven't done any sort of top fives or top tens or however many tops you want to add to it on the channel for a long time. You know, it's been a long, long while since I did this sort of uh, uh, video. And I did a top five tech. I also did a top five movies. And uh, last week, I also did my favorite things and sort of give, gave you an insight into uh, not only the tech part of me, which is the top five tech, but also other things as well. So what movies I like watching and a little bit of a story behind why they are in my top five. So not necessarily just because it's a good movie, but because it's got some history behind it and some memories there as to why, when and where I watched that particular movie. And, and that's what sort of ingrained them into me to be very special to me, apart from obviously the movie and the storyline and the special effects, you know, there's some meaning to them. And that sort of follows through into a lot of things in my life, you know, even with when, when I do my watch videos, uh, I've been going through this journey where I'm sort of uh, adding to my watch collection. And when I purchase a watch for myself, it's sort of, a momentous occasion, you know, it's, it's, it's meaningful to me, which is why I make that purchase. And that's a lot different to my world of technology because often when you purchase something uh, tech-wise for myself, it's either to do production for my business, for Geekanoids, or it's because I want to upgrade to a new model. So with a smartphone, I might upgrade to the iPhone 5, to the 5S, to the 6, etc because I want to upgrade to the next model, not necessarily because it's got some meaning to me or because it marks a particular occasion. So anyway, the videos have gone really well on the channel over the last week and I just want to thank you, of course, 
for all of your feedback as always. I, I still am humbled to this day in my ninth year of doing YouTube videos and creating content, still very, very humbled at the amount of feedback and comments I get on the videos. Now, moving on, what have I got coming up next week on the channel? Well, I'm gonna keep you in suspenders for that one. I really want you to head on over to youtube.com forward slash geekanoids, hit that subscribe button on the channel and take a look at the videos if you don't already. You know, there's a lot going on on the channel. I've got a lot planned and it's uh, some, a very exciting time actually because I've got some very different videos going up on the channel over the next week or two. Now I promised you that within this podcast I was going to talk about something outside of technology. Yeah, it's not all about the tech. It really isn't. And I've had lots to do outside of technology over the last couple of weeks really. Uh, it was my daughter's 18th birthday. She's getting ready for university in September. Really, really proud of her. Uh, I'll come back to that in a short while because we took a trip up to look at a, a really nice university uh, just the other day. And my son's also approaching his uh, sort of A-levels in uh, secondary school. Uh, again, very proud of how he's doing. They, they're really dedicated to uh, building themselves a, a really good future, which is really encouraging to see. And uh, they've got some real good values instilled into them. And, and it's just nice. It's nice to see that. It's very fulfilling as a parent to see your children doing well. Uh, and I strongly believe in encouraging them to really try new things and to to actually explore the sort of pathway that they want to explore. You know, you, you can have your pre-visioned uh, uh, sort of wants for them and, and you can try and direct them and advise them, but really they're gonna follow their own path anyway. So the best thing you can do is support and guide them as much as you can. And that's what myself and my wife tried to do. And uh, we're rewarded in, in so many ways for doing that. So, so really just try and support your children as much as you can. They are the future after all. And it's uh, such a fast paced and changing uh, world out there nowadays that they're gonna find it difficult. They really are to find their niche uh, rather than sort of following the herd and, and just becoming you know, sort of stuck in what I would say could be a, a a very sort of sad world actually. I know I wasn't gonna talk about technology, but you see so many people walking around with their faces and eyes glued to looking at their smartphone screen that uh, to get people to break away from that. And again, think outside the box, think differently and create a real niche for themselves, I think is, is a really important thing going forwards. But anyway, I mentioned that we visited a university and uh, we went to the, I think it's called the Royal Holloway University of London, although it's not actually in, in London, it's um, in uh, Egham in Surrey. And uh, we went up there to have a look around and it was really good. It was, it was a good day out, long drive, a very long drive. Um, and we got there and it looks like something out of Harry Potter. It really does, beautiful, beautiful building. Uh, a campus university, so it's got uh, shops inside, a bank, um, two libraries, uh, two places that they can eat. Um, it's got all of the accommodation on campus as well. And it was a nice, happy, 
feeling. You know, it was very, very relaxed. All of the students that showed us around, they had like uh, student ambassadors that showed us around and gave us a tour of, of everything, were so happy and relaxed in that particular surroundings that it really instilled a lot of confidence in us. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that my daughter's going to go there. Um, it's, it's just sort of one of her choices at the moment. Uh, but it was good. It was a very worthwhile trip up there and got me out of the studio as well. And it was just a good day. Good day. It was very encouraging. We actually sat in on um, a, a sort of sample lecture from uh, one of the uh, professors there as well, uh, which was all about uh, business and marketing. And that was interesting as well because they looked at uh, how certain companies were being very disruptive in the uh, industries that they're working in at the moment. Uh, they cited Uber taxis, for example, uh, Wonga, the finance company. Uh, what was the other one? They actually cited another company as well. Oh, that was it, Airbnb. Yeah, so it was really good to, to listen to that. Uh, about how this sort of disruptive marketing style is stirring things up in the industry and obviously gaining a lot of exposure because of that and a lot of success. You know, some of these companies have only been around for four or five and they're already sort of multi-billion dollar companies already. Quite fascinating. Very, very good day out anyway. Now, there was one thing that spoiled the day out and I want to talk to you about this as well because... Uh, Road rage almost appeared when I was driving back. Uh, we hit the M25 on our journey back and it was a long queue. We were delayed for about two hours, um, about an eight mile uh, crawl along the M25. Now, the unfortunate reason why that happened was not just because of so much traffic, it was because somebody was actually uh, involved in a, a road traffic accident. Uh, certainly hoped that those involved were okay. When we actually got to where the accident had happened, you could see that two cars were involved. Uh, a regular looking car, I think it was like a Ford Fiesta, and I think it was a Jaguar XJS sports car, something like that. Uh, didn't look as though anyone was hurt because the damage didn't look too bad, but when the thing I want to talk to you about is the mentality of other drivers when dealing with this sort of thing. I mean, I, I was frustrated because it, it delayed us for two hours, but I had the family with us, so we just talked and, you know, it, didn't, it wasn't too bad. But when we were approaching where the accident had actually taken place, obviously you've got four lanes of motorway and they'd closed two lanes so two lanes were actually closed and uh, you could see on the overhead displays uh, arrows pointing in from quite a way back, probably two miles back from where the accident had taken place to get traffic to move over. And then as you got nearer, you actually had two red X's on the overhead displays on those particular motorway lanes to indicate that those two lanes were closed. And it... God, gets me infuriated. Other drivers' mentality, to, they see the empty lanes, they can see the arrows pointing them in, and they still think, well, the lanes are empty, so we're gonna go down there at 60, 70 miles an hour, when everyone else is crawling along at like five to 10 miles an hour, uh, sometimes slower, 
just so that they can gain a couple of hundred yards, you know, so that they can cut in further up the queue. And then what got me even more annoyed was when the lanes were marked as closed, there were still people coming down on the inside lanes, fewer and fewer people, because obviously they're, they're taking the right choice and moving into the outer two lanes. And we got to a stage where you could actually see the police ahead and there was still one lorry and one car that were determined to get in either in front of me or just behind me. Now the car went in behind me. The lorry driver could see me. He was visibly seen looking at me and smiling in his uh, side view mirror. And he was determined to push his way through in front of me. Now, the better part of me was just going to, you know, pull back and let him go in. But I thought, well, no, you, you had so much opportunity to actually change lanes beforehand that, you know, you're just going to have to wait. I'm, I'm in the lane. There's not much room anyway. Now, I wasn't deliberately stopping him from coming into my lane, but I thought, well, there, there's not much room. So you're going to have to wait. But he was really close to our car. So I put my hand on the horn just to make sure, I mean, I know he'd seen me anyway, but just to make sure that he'd seen me. And I had to do that three or four times before he stopped encroaching into the lane because he would have hit us. And even when he went in behind our car, because he had been annoyed that he couldn't go where he wanted to go, where he thought he was entitled to drive, when in fact he wasn't, he drove probably within a couple of inches from our rear bumper for about the next five or 10 minutes, which was totally unnecessary. And, and it just got me to thinking that it's quite sad, you know, I mean, I was reasonably relaxed. Obviously everyone's annoyed because they're delayed on their journey, but my thoughts were really with the people that had been involved in the accident. You know, it, it's a shame that it happened. It's a shame that everyone was delayed, but their safety was more important than getting ahead of the queue. You know, that, that was my thoughts for the day. But anyway, it was a good day overall, it really was. Now, what else have I been up to? Well, apart from doing changes to the studio, I've also been doing some planning for future videos on the channel. So I've been uh, really looking at, at how I'm gonna do videos going forwards for Geekanoids. There are gonna be some changes coming up. I'll announce them in video format rather than on the podcast because I think that's the more appropriate place to do it. But it's gonna be an exciting time because I'm gonna change things up again a little bit to give you some really different, uh, sort of more uh, in-depth videos. I did this with the Canon G7X review actually, which was almost a 20 minute video and it was really well received. So I'm really looking at incorporating that a lot more and doing uh, these more long format videos. I said I wasn't gonna announce it here, didn't I? But there you go, I've given you an idea about sort of what I'm planning uh, for the channel. And I think it's important to do that because I wanna differentiate my content again. You know, there are so many people doing tech videos that they're, you know, when a new smartphone comes out, you've got thousands of videos to choose from. And although I do, the recap videos now, when something's announced, I'll, I'll sit and tell you my opinion about the new product and some of the specifications. I really don't want to get into the habit 
of actually getting the product into the studio and just reeling off the specifications for you. I don't think there's much value in that. I think there's more value in uh, really giving you some real world and real use reviews, uh, whether that be with cameras or smartphones or another type of product. I'm not sure at the moment, but it's gonna be something where you can actually see it being used, you know, and you can gain some uh, knowledge about the product and learn as to whether it's gonna be for you through my experiences with it. So that, that's the sort of focus and the path that I'm taking with the content at the moment. And then I'm also mixing in a lot of different stuff as well, like the top five videos, because I think they're, they're very interesting, they, they're very insightful. So that's it for uh, today's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And just thank you again for all of your feedback. I hope you join me again next week for another Geek Out with Geekanoids.